drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Welcome, Brett. Bongiorno. You should say my name. Lee. We need to say each other's names. Bongiorno, Lee. So if you're a first-time listener, you know that you're Brett and I'm Lee. Okay. Okay. Do you want to start again? No. We are reviewing The Godfather, which is... About 20% in Italian, so that's why Brett said Bongiorno. Yeah. And before I hit record, I said Silencio. Yes. And put my phone on Silencio. Silencio. Which is Italian for quiet. Um, which one person in the cinema didn't understand. Yeah. Not Italian, but to they put did, your phone on silent. They, there were a lot of people that didn't understand a lot of the Italian, but one person did not understand phone on silent and it was noticeable the phone yeah the acoustics in the astor theater are good and so when there is a noise you hear it and in one of the quieter parts of the movie yeah it wasn't quite a champagne cork popping no timing of princess bride uh, but we were there. So speaking of champagne cork popping that's about the only thing they don't drink in the godfather Oh, I think there might have been a bit in Las Vegas. Oh, true, with the showgirls. So, there's lots of red wine. There's lots of red wine. There's lots of wine in general. There's lots of scotch. There was some brandy at some point. Yep. And all sorts of things. But we are going to make a cocktail that is called The Godfather. Yes. Which is simple. Yeah. And very alcoholic. Yes. We're going to go and do that now. Correct. We're going to make the cocktail called Escusi. The Godfather. And we will be back. Uno momento. Uno momento. That might have been Spanish. But we'll be back. Hey, Google. What's cheese in Italian? In no. Italian, that's formaggio. That's cheese. <laughs> yeah, what is cheese in Italian? <laughs> Your Google now speaks Italian. <laughs> oh, God. So, so my home assistant thing is now speaking Italian. Well, yeah, it's gone from being an American man, uh, American woman. woman, to being an Italian man. Uh, so right. I'm going to do it the old-fashioned way and type into a search engine... Cheese is it in Italian, and it is saluti. Saluti. So we've made a Godfather cocktail. We're going to taste it now. Oh no, that is not as nice as the one we had somebody no, else so make did, for us. We we had one at the bar that is attached to the Astor Theatre where we went to see the Godfather, uh, and they obviously use much better whiskey than Johnny Walker Red that. We've decided hey, to get uh, anybody listening, uh, patreon.com slash two drink cinema, so we yeah. can buy better whiskey. So, the, the we've had to do a couple of trade offs with our cocktails. So, every cocktail has had a cheap element and an expensive element, or has had two elements one you can do yeah. cheap, but one you can't. So, the like you Godfather... can't find a 
generic brand of amaretto, so we have to pay seventy dollars a bottle. Yeah, and so then we get the the cheaper Cheap sco- version yeah. of the the scotch. So and also that orange was not cheap, <laughs> especially when you consider we used about twelve centimeters of peel, not even uh, just for the cocktails. But yeah, it was much better. Um, at the bar, if you like your whiskey, you'll like it. I think, I think I'm having. Amaretto. I was at a Vietnamese wedding yesterday, so I think I'm having a. I, there was a lot of whiskey there. Whiskey overload. So I'm thinking I have whiskey like PTSD. Oh, the okay. now um, every time I drink whiskey, I'm going to imagine that it is an 80 year old Vietnamese man <laughs> forcing it upon me. Oh, uh, dear. So uh, that's the Godfather cocktail, and it's whiskey. Amaretto over ice uh, with a, a sliver sliver of orange, orange peel. Um, and if you're going to make it, um, get good whiskey because this tastes um, rough. I should have brought some whiskey from my house. I have good whiskey. Also, just generally, I discovered at this Vietnamese wedding yesterday, not a, not whiskey, a whiskey fan. fan. No, it's Scotch, Scotch whiskey. I'm not either a whiskey fan. Um, <clears throat> but there we go. Our other options, as we said before... Uh, were copious amounts of red wine, drunk yep. out of normal glasses. Yeah, just the little. I didn't see. Glasses. No, no, just like tall glasses. I actually like found when you go to grandma's house, she gives you a glass oh, of yeah, water. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I didn't see them drink any red wine out of a wine glass. No. Which, considering they're, as they said at that big, um, mafia meeting, not commoners. Yeah. <laughs> They were drinking out of the kind of glass jugs you get at an RSL club and just normal tall glasses. But then they were drinking scotch a lot and some clear spirit, which I don't know what that was. I was trying to look that up and I came um, upon an article. Upon an article. Mixing business with pleasure, alcohol in the Godfather. So I there's reckon, a whole article just on the drinking in the Godfather. I reckon whiskey is business, amaretto is pleasure. So um, I was, while we were watching it, obviously because of our friend and benefactor and sometimes waiter, Chad S. Minquo, yep. um, I was paying attention to the drinking to get a good D score. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> A score. I can tell you now that no, it's, the yeah. A score is five out of five. Yeah, it might even be six. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So alcoholic beverages, wines and spirits are an essential aspect of Italian-American dining culture. Yes. A meal without a drink is no meal at all. Okay. Similarly, a scene without a drink is incomplete. (laughs) Yes. Uh, In The Godfather, it says um, there are 61 scenes that feature characters drinking. Surely it's easier to count the ones that don't. I think that if there are 61 scenes that feature characters drinking, that there's about 70 scenes in the movie. Yeah, because I can think any scene where they're driving and the scene in the church. There are three dominant drinks in the film, scotch, red wine and white wine. Yep. Each type of drink correlates to a distinct role. Scotch is a man's drink. Yes, which they drink in the office. Red wine is a family drink. Yep, the wedding. For the kids as well. And <laughs> white wine, a party drink. Hey. hey. <laughs> so what party did they have without the white wine? I don't actually remember a lot of um, 
I don't remember a lot of white wine. No. I, I want to know what that clear spirit is. Yeah. Because when, uh, towards the end, when Michael is like, you fuck, you bloody gave the word to murder Sonny, he's like, get him a drink. And it's a little shot glass of clear something. And at the start, yeah, when that guy's asking him to kill the one that beat his daughter up, and you then come to me on the, my daughter's wedding. Yeah, yeah. That scene, that's a little clear shot glass of. I'm sure it's some. There's some Italian spirit from the home country. I'm sure. Yeah, um, that's what I was trying to look up, but I couldn't find a definitive answer. Okay. Grappa. Do you reckon? Yeah, it's grappa? that's what maybe I was thinking. Yeah, I reckon it's grappa. They all make it will be homemade. Like it'll be the Corleone's own grappa. Yeah. That's why the bottles didn't have labels. Yes. Okay, that's drinks covered. The drink we're gonna make. We'll try it again maybe another day. With better whiskey. With better whiskey. We'll have it at my house with Shane's good whiskey if he'll allow it. No, is that another one I'm finishing for you? No, it's fine. I'll just it's 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 a sipping drink. Yeah, okay. So by the time I'm done, the water would have the ice would have melted to water and watered down the drink. Yep. Um and this sounds good in the background of the <laughs> of a drinking <laughs> podcast. We're not a drinking podcast, we're a movie podcast where we drink. Yes, we like to drink and movies. And this is we were talking about two um, of the best drinks and movies. <laughs> we were talking about collaborations earlier. And if you're out there and do a movie podcast and want to collaborate with Two Drink Cinema, get in touch. We just were like, what would the other hosts think if we do a collaboration and we rock up and we've had two Godfather cocktails, which is four shots of alcohol in a cock in yeah. one glass yeah. um, before recording. But if you listen to our episodes, you can tell that I'm such a good host that I can keep it all together even when I'm drunk. Except when I finished that cabaret cocktail and we had to stop. That's true. Because of that last... I think I got all the absinthe in that last um, taste. Should we talk about the movie? It's a long movie. It is too long. Um, it is slow. Um, and it insists upon itself. It insists upon itself, <laughs> as Peter Griffin says. So I'm team Peter Griffin. Um, I, um, I didn't think it was too long. I actually was thinking throughout it. I don't mind movies that don't necessarily have a big story. Okay. Okay. Like a beginning, middle and end. Like, you know, when you watch a movie, you know, this is leading to... Lena Lamont getting her come up and sin singing in the rain. Okay. This is leading Patreon. to This is leading to the High Court of Australia. Okay, patreon.com such shooting yeah. the castle. Yep. You know, all Avengers we're going to look at later in the year, it's leading to beating the bad guy or it's leading to whatever hap- like this didn't have that. No. Which in a lot of movies is a downside, but I think the story, the acting, the directing all together make that okay, that it doesn't have that 
big build-up to storyline. Yeah. It's just a story about a man and his family. Yeah, it's to fa- it's a family movie. I'm surprised I didn't cry. Oh, well, there's, you know there's more I, spoilers for the Chad S. Minko score. family. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't die when any number of the 14 million people in the movie that died. No, because even though it's long, it's not deep. No. And because the thing I kind of remember of seeing it once before is the whole like Michael Corleone, he's not in the family business. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. I thought that this movie was more about was his... more about that. Yeah, and I and think... they didn't really go like why he changed. It was just like, yep, things. Vito's been shot. Oh, now I'm in the thing. Done. Yeah, I think once he realised how much family, particularly his father, meant to him, he kind of went, "Well, shit's fucked, so I may as well be the boss of the." Shit that's fucked. Um, he is a war hero. True. Um, and I was just thinking during the movie. Which war? Well, at the start <laughs> I was like, what year is this? Well, I thought it was set when it's made. Like, I thought it was 70s. And well, then... then I thought because they wrote, he wrote the book in the 60s that maybe it was in the 50s. I'm like, is this the... Did he come back from the Korean War? Well, no, I thought it was like just... A present set thing. So whenever you made the movie of the book, you'd set it at the present. Yeah. Because that kind of mafia stuff is kind of timeless. Yeah. Uh, but then they were driving all these old cars and I'm like, they're not 70s cars. Mm-hmm. When is this? And then he came back in his uniform and I'm like, oh, so it's not the 70s. But then, yeah, it took un- like it took a while to for someone to say, it's 1946, we don't want any more bloodshed. Yeah. Because obviously lots of people had died in the wars. Um, but then I was also thinking, like, what medical ailments do the rest of the family have? Like Sonny and well, Fredo. I don't, oh, I don't I want Fredo fighting in a war. I don't think World War II was very was drafted. I think it was. So you didn't have to get out of the war. I thought you did. I think I think Vietnam was drafted. Well, because Jimmy Dugan in upcoming sh- movie A League of Their Own, okay, doesn't Adrian go to the war. Slash two drink cinema doesn't go to the war because he has no cartilage in his knee. Oh, that'd be me. So and then he <laughs> Based doesn't on need how it. I went getting up your stairs to get in here. Yeah. That's and as, me. As he says, you don't need cartilage to shoot Nazis. You just need a trigger finger. Okay. On September 16, 1940, the United States instituted the Selective Training and Service Act of 1940, which required all men between the ages of 21 and 45 to register for the draft. This was the first peacetime draft in United States history. So they weren't in the war yet, So, but they knew the war was coming. So did Sonny and... Cher. What is, <laughs> what's, what's Robert Duval's name? Oh, what is Robert Duval's name? Oh, my God. Name? We just watched him for three hours. Tommy. Yes. Tommy Hagen. Um, yeah, he didn't get drafted. Flat feet. Yeah, I guess so. Or, He's no, actually, in... what it probably was, Vito would have got them out of it. Because he would have known the yeah. senator or the congressman that would have lent on the right person and given him an F1, not an A4 yeah, or Yeah, but then it's... Michael was like, no, I, I want to go. go to war. So he gave him an FU. And yes. <laughs> and Vito's like, 
this will get you out of the family he business. Tried, yeah, and he tried to back. veto it. and it's, uh, yeah. um, that's, You know that where that, that's that came from. That comes from. <laughs> if more gullible people would believe that. There's probably, there probably is. So They're spelled completely different as well. We anyway. are, we've worked out that it's just after World War II. So it is peacetime for the world, but not for the Corleones. But not for New York. No, not for not the for mafia. The, not for the mafia. The five families of New York, which are not related to the five boroughs of New York at all. Yeah, that's what I saw and I was disappointed. Although there was Brooklyn and Staten Island and... Yeah. That's all they actually mentioned. And New Jersey, which is not New York. Yeah. Um, it, you know why it felt kind of slow? Mm. Is because in the, when I think of The Godfather, I think of... The moment. Daughter's wedding. Horse's head in the bed. Yep. Offeree can't refuse. Yep. That all happens in the first like half an hour of the yep. movie or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, after that, I was like, what the fuck happens to the rest of the movie? I thought there was some scene on the lake, but obviously that's in Godfather Part 2 or The Bodyguard. I'm not like... <laughs> there is a scene in a lake on The Bodyguard. Yeah. So there's a scene in the lake on a lot of movies. Yeah. Like The Lake House. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying <laughs> to say things with lakes in them. Um, some, I didn't... Some beavers. Oh, God. That's two episodes in a row you've mentioned that one. Good. Some beavers, Jesus. I, I, I'm not sure what to say. And this is part of the issue of watching it in a cinema is that we can't write notes while we're watching. Yes. And the problem with me always being the one that drives home is I can't write notes on the way home. Yeah. It, I, I actually thought it was a very good movie. I didn't find it... I found it long, but not too long. Or yes. too drawn out. Yep. What is it? Two fifty something. Um. Yeah. Two fifty five. But for its length, I didn't find it particularly deep. But I'm okay with that because it meant that they weren't like any conversations between Michael and Kay of like. Why don't you want to be part of the family? Or any conversations between Sonny and Michael being like, do you think you're too good for the family? Why don't you want to be part of the family yeah, business? Yeah. And then Michael explains himself, which is all that dumbing down for audiences that I don't like. I I liked all that happened and I liked that there wasn't one big overall, we're going to get to this point. Yes. So that at the end, spoiler alert, but you should have seen it because it's one fifty years old. Yeah. And this is a review. When Michael gets to the end, you don't think at the start that it's going to go that way. Yeah. At yeah. the start of the movie, you don't go, oh, this movie's about whether or not Michael's going to become Don Corleone. Or Don yeah, Corleone, yeah, yeah. depending on yeah, depending who you on listen to. Who in the movie says it as well. Yeah. Um, so I liked that and I liked that there wasn't, you know, a scene of Michael and Kay fighting about the family business and it's him or me, or it's the family or it's me. And it just kind of goes along and she ends up finding herself in the middle of the family business as well. I think that the, 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 the story's like a lot 
Yeah. But then like the acting and the dialogue isn't overly dramatic. Yes. Like if they were making it today, there'd be more yelling and confrontation. Yelling and, and crying. Not the subtle, you know, even if there's the five mafia bosses sitting around one table. That yeah. wouldn't just be a conversation. There'd be hitting of punching be, of tables. Yeah. There'd be yelling and throwing things across the room. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not how, from all of my knowledge of mafia, that's not how it works. When they're doing a meeting, it's very respectful. It's non-violent. Yes. Yeah. And it's just a meeting. Well, this is a true story. They have all... Oh, don't go there. They have all of their rules. You know, and even Michael yeah, yeah, says, yeah. what's the rule saying you can't kill a cop? Well... The law, but that's yeah. not a rule to them, I no. guess. They have their own rules and, like, you don't cross this person and you don't murder someone in their house or you don't go near the wife or whatever. And a lot of those rules are broken because Michael's wife that I'm not sure Diane Keaton's ever going to know about yes, gets killed. That's hush-hush. That's such a quick but that was a weird... meeting courtship wedding. I have zero memory of that. From watching it before. Well... But also because... I feel like Michael Corleone might have zero memory of it because I reckon it happens in about a month. And also, why? Why do we need... Yeah. That that was a half an hour or a decent chunk of the movie. The death of his wife is another reason for him to get deeper into the family business. Yes. It's way too quick, though. Like, even for a quick wedding, he gets his jaw broken and then a week later kills the cop. And by the time his wife dies, he still has a bruise on his cheek. Yeah. Like, I don't bruise very often, but bruises heal reasonably quickly. Yeah. That's Although, very quick for a yeah. wedding. Yes. Um, and also, but it also depends on... Um, what shot of the movie is and where the bruise is. Um, yeah, it was a little bit iffy. But I, uh, the broken jaw was quite symbolic in making him look more Vito. Yes. As he's going a bit more towards the family business. I thought that was clever because he does sound a lot more like Marlon Brando and he does have that, you know, swollen cheek yeah, yeah, yeah. look that Marlon Brando has as Vito Corleone. Um, in the preview, we did talk about interesting leads and casting. Yes. Uh, Pacino is short. Yeah. Because like, in the preview, it was like, we're hiring this, but oh, maybe he's too short and this and that and blah, and blah, blah. And we're looking at people's heights and going, oh, it's not that short, not that short. Because then I was like, James Kahn is taller than Marlon Brando. Yeah. So then I was like, I thought, um, then I'm like, is Al Pacino really that short? And then he got there and I was like. Yeah, yeah he's pretty and then short. he stood in the kitchen next to James Kahn and you're like, oh, he's short. He's a bit short. Yeah. But he is very good. All yes. of the, the main actors and actresses are very good. Diane Keaton's very good. Her forehead is huge. Well, the hairstyle didn't help. <laughs> like, How far back can we pull Diane Keaton's hair yeah. to wall it up Elaine Bennis style? She's very good. Um James, James Kahn is very good. James Kahn's very good. Robert Duvall is very good. Yeah. Marlon Brando is very good. And I know there's talk of like, oh, he's hardly in it, but he got an Oscar. But 
He's very good in all of his scenes. It's weird because in the thing we talked about in the preview as well, about Al Pacino cracking the sads because he wasn't lead actor. Yeah. I don't think he's in it that much more than anybody else. He's probably does have more screen time than um, Marlon Brando I because think, he dies, though. Yeah. Like, but I also think it's... Yeah, and the story is about the taking over from Marlon Brando, so it makes sense that Marlon Brando is in it less. I do think, male-wise, it's an ensemble yes. of Khan, Duval, Pacino, and Brando, and... Very easily, all four of them could have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. What three of them Three were. of them were, and Marlon was lead. So the, all four of them were nominated yeah. for an award. So it is a very small amount of time for a movie for someone to be nominated for lead actor. It's not like it's... Uh, I suppose it's... he He is the best actor in that film. Yeah, well... He's Mar- I know he's, he's Marlon the best Brando, actor ever. But he almost, gives the so. best performance in that film. Yeah. And I was thinking about Al Pacino. And Al Pacino, once he decides to become more of the family business guy, he's better. Yeah. Like, I think he acts better as the godfather than he does as the war hero. Well, he's also in it more. As a godfather. Like, you know, as a from the point of um, more of the Vito getting on him. shot. Yeah. He's in the story more than before. He just came back because it was his sister's wedding. Yeah. But his scenes where it's just kind of him and Kay are, are good. But I think he he really grows into the role as the role grows further and f- closer and closer to the Godfather thing. And yeah. he does that very well. Is he in Ocean's Eleven? Pacino? Yeah. No. Who is it? Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. Who is in The Godfather Part 3, okay. I think. No, I was going to say, because I couldn't remember who it was. Unless and he is, but in another... Character. No, I was thinking of the Andy Garcia character, yeah. and it's funny that he moves to Vegas to set up Corleone Casinos, and yeah. then George Clooney steals from him. But yeah. George Clooney didn't. He stole from another Italian in Vegas. Yeah. Different movie. Different movie. We're not watching that anytime soon. No. It's a good one, though. I like Ocean's, Ocean's 11. Ocean's 11. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly better than 12, 13, and 8. 8's not that bad. 8's not that bad, but 11's the best of the four. Yeah, because they they already had a story. Then they were like, with 12 and 13, they were like, oh, we should keep making them because we'll make more money. Mm. And now we have the money to afford this ridiculous cast. And and, and add one to make it 12. And Yeah. The movie of The Godfather is very good, though. It is. (laughs) I tell you what, I will not call this the greatest movie ever made. There is no way you can have a greatest movie ever made with that many mistakes in it. Continuity errors. Continuity errors. Bad editing. 
and just some bad scenes. Okay, so continuity error, big one where we both actually looked at each other for it was when uh, Michael Corleone is having dinner with the guy. Michael Corleone? No. Oh, no. no. Um, the, the... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Tommy Hagen. Yes. Uh, Robert Duval is having dinner with the movie executive guy. And when we're looking at Robert Duval, he's getting his wine glass filled up. But yeah. then when we're looking from behind Robert Duval, he's getting his already full, but it's now empty glass filled up. Yes. Also, the biggest one I noticed, two more that I noticed. Yep. One was at one point, James Kahn swings and clear misses Carl. Yeah, quite obviously. And Carl falls down. Yeah. Then just after that, he does punch Carl and Carl has the same reaction as one of the sharks in West Side Story, arms yeah. out, flung over yeah. the bar. Yes. Then I am sure that I saw the dummy that was in the car that was meant to represent Michael Corleone's wife hanging out of the exploded car. Um, yeah. It, was it just, looked like a dummy. Yeah. yeah. It was 100% a dummy, but obviously they only had the budget to explode a car once. They're like, well, yeah. we've got to leave that in. Yes. What else did you notice? Those were the ones that I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was there, There's other things, like, if you really go into it, like, you know, the wrong American flag is used because it's too early. Oh, okay. Like, there's 50 stars on it, but there weren't 50 states There yet. weren't 50 states in 46? No. You just read that off IMDb. No. Well, that's just knowledge. <laughs> All right. Um, I thought, and I'm g- I want to look at it. Look at it again. Um, but <laughs> we have already already mentioned the moving bruise on Michael Corleone's face. Yeah. the The bruising is inconsistent. Yes. Um. There was uh, there was a one really bad edit. Outside the hospital. Okay, the hospital. Old mate Enzo the baker rocks up with flowers. Yes. I'm Enzo the baker. Yeah. And then he goes outside and he's got different flowers. And he says, do you remember me? But I don't think they've met. Maybe before he went to war. I don't know. Yeah. You have to stay. And the baker couldn't have gone to war because we need cakes. No, no. That baker was like... At the wedding? No, no. At the wedding, the head baker asks Vito... To veto his repatriation to Italy so he can marry his daughter. Oh. So he came over from the after the war. Yes. and Or during the something. Yeah. But I don't think Mike would have met him. But anyway, different flowers I didn't notice. Yeah. Also, a really bad edit. Yeah. When he's outside and the cops get there. Yep. And Michael's like, don't you know who I am? Almost is what yes. he's doing. Then there's a, like, the officer goes to punch him and then it's like, eh, and then cut and then Michael's face and hair change and then they punch him. Oh, really? Punch him. It was bad. Oh. And then I almost thought that when Luca Brasi, yes, if that's his name, gets stabbed in the hand. Oh, the hand changes on the bar. Yeah, that it was either, it was. He got stabbed in he the He got stabbed in the left, left hand. hand, but then when it goes to show his hand again, I could have sworn it was his right hand. But then I think it was his right hand left on the bar when he fell down. Yeah, but he had a hand. It was a knife through it. But I think we talked about 
in the preview that it was done relatively quickly. Yeah. And not a huge budget. Yeah. For a two hour fifty five movie. No, and well, $7 million. With Elmer Fudd breathing down your neck from Warner oh, Brothers, you want to get it done so ribbity, you get your ribbity, cash. Yeah. Ribbita, ribbita. Ribbita, ribbita. That's Porky Pig. I don't know. What's Elmer <laughs> Fudd say? We're hunting werebits. We're, hun- we're, 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 we're quiet. We're, we're killing hun- mafia. <laughs> we're killing mobsters. <laughs> uh, Elmer Fudd is now from Boston. Elmer Fudd, the Bostonian mafia oh, hitman. No, that's the other thing that was bad. Talia Shire who is quite used to being around people that like punching things. Yes. Um, she's in Rocky. <laughs> she's yeah, yeah. along at home. She's Adrian. It's then she's pregnant with yep. a very bad fake belly. Okay. And then she's all like to the husband because she finds out the husband's cheating on her. Yes. Because the stupid, the stupid mistress calls the house phone. No, but phone. that's also the stupid husband. Yeah. Well, Don't yeah, well, let your mistress yeah. call the house Don't phone. Don't give the number. Yeah. Um. And then she goes, and then there's a fight. During the fight, the size of her belly changed multiple oh, times. At once, it looked was it like angles. No, it okay. was like front on, and then side on. The belly either moved position or changed size, or I swear, at one point she didn't even have one. Maybe she just moved quickly, and you couldn't see it. Nah, it was bad. Maybe they had, she was behind a table. No, it was in a doorway. Okay. Don't try I'm and. I'm trying. <laughs> it's, a, it's a classic film. I'm trying to, to keep it on the classics. No, there were, there were too many mistakes. Do we still count as movie snobs if we pick apart even The Godfather? Because we've been told they're oh, but, movie well, snobs a couple of times. I tell you what, I'm not a movie snob. I like good movies. Yeah. And we're reviewing Fern Gully next. Yeah. Which is one of the greatest <laughs> movies ever made. Yeah. And there are a lot less mistakes in that than I, I'm not going to say that. I haven't watched it yet. And <laughs> so we've done, uh, we've also done A Mom for Christmas. Yeah. Plan Nine from Outer Space. And as soon as our friends at the Astor Theatre show Robot Monster again, yeah. we're watching that. We are going to that. And if our friends from the Astor Theatre are listening and want us to host an event oh, yeah. for the Robot Monster and Plan 9 from Outer Space Double, yep. we will do it as long as there is Chinese food. Yeah, because can't well, ride. Because that's I've a Seinfeld seen... reference for anybody that, that's a very that obscure. Thought, that thought it might have been a Family Guy reference. No, that they thought that maybe that weird family that's in the desert in Robot Monster is eating, eating Chinese, Chinese food. food. People would know. Or armor brass, like Chinese food. <laughs> People would know that Seinfeld, he was watching Plan 9 from Outer Space. I've been to see it at the Astor. There's no Chinese restaurants close enough to have Chinese food before going to see Plan 9. So I'm going to take my own lemon chicken next time. Warning oh to anyone sitting near me. I was going to say, I'm going to take the smelliest food to the cinema. Well, I'll sit in the back corner. It will still stink out the whole place. Anyway, we're getting off topic. I am... Um, I once microwaved a fish pie in the staff room microwave, and then he and then he got fired. And one of my colleagues still references why it to you, this day. Why were you eating a? Okay, the first question is why were you eating a fish pie? Mum made fish pie, and I liked it. And there were leftovers, so she sent it with me to school the next day, work the next day. Yeah, and so I zapped it in the microwave. That's disgusting. And then Georgia still talks about it to this day. And if there's ever a meme on Facebook 
that is to do with heating something up in the staff microwave, she always tags me. I, <laughs> at one of my jobs, in in the kitchen, yeah. there was there's like the sandwich press, and it's the flat, you know, panini yep. press thing, not like the jaffel maker. Yeah, the panini press. Yeah, a one of the senior managers in the group decided that at lunchtime it was a good time to cook something on it. Oh god! And not press a sandwich. But like, turn it on, put some meat on there, cook up the cook up a marinated beef, then put on some like spinach and stuff. Crack an egg. Cook a meal. You know, yeah. She cooked like she like fried, she like pan fried something on the thing. Panini press. Yeah. And, and there are a few of us standing there, and she's and a one, senior manager. Yeah. She can't say anything. So I was standing in the kitchen. I was like, let me just grab my salad out of the fridge. Yeah. And then my friend got his tuna and rice because yep. that's what people eat. <laughs> that's another story of smelly food for another time. But we, I was sitting there, standing there waiting for him to get his or heat up his tuna or rice or whatever. Yep. And he just gave me a look like, Can um, you see what the what, fuck is going on here? What the fuck is that? And I'm like, look, we need to get out of here. Yeah, we need to go. <laughs> so I walked and we both Before. got in the lift and we're like, what the fuck? Was that? We need to get out of here before the staff room turns into a teppanyaki grill. Yeah. Um, or the fire alarm goes off. We had someone at a place I used to work that they would have Toasty Tuesday, right? And you get free Toasties. Yeah. There, he And there would be like ham and cheese and sometimes salami when Woolies would deliver it. He would take over the the toast, the presses that were full because everyone was making toasties. Mm. He'd take one over to press the salami, to fry the salami, to then put in his toasty and toast the toasty. My God, I've never thought of doing that. It's good. Salami and cheese in a croissant is good too. Yeah, I know. One day at the cafe, I ran out of ham, so I had salami and cheese and it's actually okay. Yeah. Um... It would be homemade salami if you were a Corleone. Yeah, and if somebody, if I was a Corleone and yeah. somebody cooked teppanyaki in my work kitchen, yeah, I no would good. leave a cow's head in their bed because <laughs> she was cooking beef. I don't know. <laughs> the horse's head in the bed. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood. And also, how... He must be a heavy sleeper. Yeah. Um, but also, there's no blood on the outside at all. It's only under the sheets. Well, for filmic reasons. Yeah, filmic. <laughs> you can't just walk in, there's blood everywhere. It's not a Tarantino directing The Godfather. Um, Heavy sleep. Was that meant to be the same horse that he showed him in his stables? Yes, but they didn't really kill that horse. Okay. Is that another error you've picked well, up? No, because it's the horse in the stable was the black when it had quite prominent white spot on its head. I think it was Black Beauty. And then the, there was no white spot on the horse in the bed. Oh, maybe they killed another horse. It's meant to be our horse. It's he loves symbolic. horses. Whatever. So we kill the horse. And also that was kind of bad acting when he woke up and was like, ah! Ah! There were too many exclamations <laughs> in that scene. Yeah. One thing that is done well is, and you mentioned it in the car on the way home <laughs> because we saw those two guys walking. Yes. <laughs> Just so Brett and I, over the course of our journey in driving to places together, which is coming up on 20 years now, 
of driving to places together have seen some interesting things. We've seen people walking down a major highway carrying a 65-inch flat screen TV. Yeah, with no, not in a box. No box, no power cord. No cords. So we assumed that that was theft yeah. and we just let it go. Uh, then actually on the way to the Princess Bride, we saw two people carrying a double mattress That's true. along <laughs> uh, Victoria Parade in the city. <laughs> yes. Today on the way home, okay... We saw two men walking along. It's always major roads. It's yeah. It's because this was like yeah. Kingsway. Kingsway at if you're from yeah. Melbourne, Kingsway on a Sunday afternoon. There's cars around. Yeah, Kingsway at all times. Yes, there's cars around. But this was Kingsway at a Sunday afternoon. All of your picnic and burger traffic. Another Seinfeld reference is going home, <laughs> and so there's lots of cars around. There were two men. One. I can't. I won't be able to describe it, and I can't draw, so I can't draw it for people to see on our socials. One man had his arm behind his back. Yes. The other guy was looked like he was twisting his arm behind his back, but then also had his other hand on his shoulder. Yeah, so it looked like in a he kind was... of way you're like pinching a pressure point in his shoulder while yeah. twisting his arm. You know, it was like if you disarmed someone and was like trying to put the pressure on him, you know, yep. you twist their arm. Yes. Like behind their back. That's the, what it looked like. I initially thought like mobile massage. And then but... I thought because we just come from a gangster movie, yeah. I thought that he was being led somewhere, somewhere to get shot. He was going to end up sleeping with the fishes. Sleeping with the fishes. It means look abroad, he's sleeping with the fishes. And so we did say that that's one good thing that they did about the movie. That was a very long way to get to this point. Yeah. The good thing they did in the movie was created this kind of sense and this tension once the gangland war had started. Yes. This tension of like, oh, don't get in the car, you could get shot. Oh, don't walk down there, you might get hit. Oh, don't go here, don't talk to that guy, he's going to get you. It was almost like every scene I was like, okay, who's going to die in this one and how are they going to do it? And Mike was just walking out in a field and he thinks that's okay. Yeah. Because Picture he's in it. Italy. Picture it, Sicily, yeah. 1946. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they missed a shot, the Golden Girls. To do a crossover. Picture it, Sicily, Godfather Part 2. There's, plen- there's plenty of mafia references, though. Yeah, but they definitely missed a trick to not kind of have some... They do that now. Sitcoms now do that kind of shit. Yeah. like Or like something like Scrubs. If Scrubs had Probably an old like Sicilian a ca- character, they yeah. have a whole episode that's the Godfather. Yeah. Like they had their medieval episode and like they had their... Muppets episode and the musical episode. They'd have a mafia episode. Yeah. So I reckon they missed a trick with Sophia Petrillo. There was one voice in the movie that was annoying me. Marlon Brando's? No. Oh. You know the Mo Green, who is the owner of the Las Vegas... Casino. Casino. The place that they send dud mafia people. I don't know. That's like, well, you're not quite good enough in New York, Fredo. You can go to he's, go to Las Vegas. He's definitely not good enough for New York. John he couldn't Cazale. even pick up his gun. John in the Caz- street. Yeah, well, John Cazale or Caza- not Cazale. Cazale. Up don't there, know. Because it's got an e on the end. Okay, Cazale. Um, Ole. Yeah. Don't my um <laughs> my Google <laughs> my Google spe- like uh, automated assistant. My automated assistant will go. E prego. <laughs> um, he 
his career, yes, he only starred in five movies. Okay, all five of them were nominated for Best Picture. Really? At the Oscars. Yeah, he died pretty young. Okay, he's got a good. It was rate like though. Godfather, Godfather Two. Yep. Dog Day Afternoon, something else, something else. They were only like from seventy two to seventy five. Okay, so he like had that. a short career. Good movies. Yeah. Good like on him. Picked and chose. Picked and chose. Good agent. Yeah, or he was Italian and there were a lot of Italian movies in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Francis Ford Coppola was uh, he, hitting his stride. There was a little message before the movie. Francis Ford Coppola saying, please go see it. In, please go along to see it yeah. as we were going to see it. It was not a message that was recorded to be shown in the cinema. Yeah. Because I, um, I saw that on Facebook, telling yeah. people to go and watch it. And then because it was like, don't miss out. Make sure you go and see The Godfather. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm halfway yeah. through my box of popcorn already. I'm here, mate. Yeah. I've eaten my choc top. I'm settled in. Don't worry, Frankie. Um, and he goes, I might see you at the cinema. No, I was very disappointed to say that Francis Ford Coppola was not in a cinema in <laughs> Melbourne during a pandemic. Not in Melbourne for one of two showings of The Godfather. Yeah, but. We did get to see it. We also got to see young Sophia Coppola as Which a little is the baby. baby. The baby that cries a lot. No, she was the was she, Sophia Coppola not the baby at the end? Yeah, that gets that, baptized. Yeah, well, that the crying in that scene is intentional because it's increasing the tension of all the other killing that's going on while the yeah. baptism's happening. And but, but because Sonny's he, baby cries all the time. He, well, would you, you, I would if James Khan was my father. Oh, God. I don't know what that means. But also James Khan never had the kid in his hands. It's always the mum. Well, that was their job. No, but like the mum, the grandma mum. Oh, and Nonna. also what if somebody gets a phone call... The baby's the baby crying down. and she had the baby right next to her while <laughs> she was on the phone going, you're going to have to speak up. The baby's crying. Well, I almost then... yelled out, get the baby away from the phone. But also then Sonny comes over and instead of taking his child, he takes, takes the, phone. the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and she, and she goes, Sonny, Sonny, take her the phone. I can't hear the baby. Oh, dear. That was bad. Bubbity, bibbity, bubbity. I have a mustache. It means I'm Italian. That's oh, family. That's Family Guy. Okay, logic. That that is a much more obscure reference than me saying Chinese food goes with Plan no, Nine. No, it's not. Space. There is a very I have famous a scene. I'm Italian. No, no, because there's a whole thing. He grows a mustache I'm, and he thinks he's Italian. I'm Vito Corleoneing that. And he goes into the deli and he speaks Italian. And but, but Brian, but he, but he goes, but he, "You know how to speak Italian." He's like, "Yeah, I can speak in Italian." He goes. It's racist yeah. and it's very obscure. Not that. Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, there's not much more to say about it. Well, why it's don't we... It's a good we... story. It's a good acting. Yeah. It's good story. It's good acting. The directing's all right. It doesn't... Like, it's, it's all right. Some of the... It, there's mistakes. Yes. Um, it's a bit slow. I think it could have been shorter. It could have been shorter. The, it drags a bit towards the end, and then it's just like and dead, 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 dead. I think that's a. I think that dead, 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 dead thing is okay because that's when you go. All oh, right, yes, he's just the family man. I would have now. ended it then. I would have ended it like. I pronounce you Godfather. I don't know if that's what you do. No, I. And then being like. Credits. I think the final scene. 
where he's there and the two other guys kiss his hand and then the guy closes the door and we see Diane Keaton. Yeah. That is a great ending because that's just like she's stuck now and he's the godfather. And and he shipped everyone else away to Las Vegas. And he's at make a drink. Yeah. We can't see what drink she's making. So if it's like if it's the scotch that's only for men in business meetings. Oh, okay. And if I it's had red no wine, where it, you were going red wine, it's a family thing. And women only drink white wine. So maybe she was making a scotch and then they were like, no, bitch, you're not involved. You're not in the family. You're white. He lied to her face about not killing Carl. Is it Carl? Carl Lowe? Did I think Carl because we saw a guy that looked like the guy from Up ah. in the car park? I think it might be Carlo. Carlo and Connie. It's their baby that he's the godfather for. Connie doesn't make the cannoli, though. No, but she gets the cannoli. You know what was good? The crowd Leave was Leave the good. gun, take the cannoli. The crowd was good. The crowd was good. There was a lot less movement than in most of the movies I've yeah. seen lately. Considering this is twice as long as the last one we saw together in the cinema, literally. Yeah. People did very well. I made it through without having to go to the toilet. You did. Which was quite an achievement. There were only a few murmurings of laughter whenever someone said, I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Yes. There was no applause like the good lines the good lines in The Princess Bride. Yeah. So well done, crowd, today. Um, the only person I will say no, bad crowd, was the guy that walked up the stairs right towards the exit and then went Took past the exit back. and then went, where's the exit? And then walked back and went, oh, here's the exit. Yeah. Here's that big staircase yes. with the green sign above it that says exit. But he eventually found it, went to the toilet and found his way back into the cinema. Yes, he did. So he has kicked a goal. We are going to do trivia um, and then we'll do our Google reviews and then we'll do our Chedes music we'll scores. We'll, we'll min it up. So do I need a pen and a paper, do you think? Because we're doing known for. Oh, okay. So I'm going to hit pause and we're going to pretend that we organised things before the episode started. Yeah, okay, good. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash Cinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash to drink cinema. Cheers. Okay, trivia. We are doing known for, which is for our new listeners, where we say an actor or pick an actor from the movie or an actrix or an actress and we need to guess what their top four are on IMDb. So IMDb has the known four. We call this known four with the number four, though. So yeah. if Amazon, who I assume owns IMDb, wants to sue me, it's different. Yeah, we okay. just use your to, website. We just use the word known and the number four. Yeah, known four. You can't four. sue us for that. Okay, so known four, Godfather edition. And if you're playing while you're... Driving, you don't have to write it down. No, please don't. You can yell it at your radio. Yep. Okay. So, are we going to go we're on the radio. straight to the top for this? What, Marlon? Are we doing Marlon Brando? Uh, we could do Marlon. Known for 
What do you think Marlon Brando's Oh, should I write it down? Known well? for uh well you can write it down or you can type it or you can keep it in your brain head. So known for, okay. Um I'm gonna say that, and then I'm gonna Obviously. say that, and then I'm gonna say that, and then Are we and we have, we should put them in order. Yes. We? So I'm only gonna write three. So, I, I, so I, don't, I think I could name all. I three. don't know a fourth. So we get one point for if we get run in the wrong spot, like Wordle, and we get okay two points if we get one in the right spot. Okay, so I've written mine down. Everybody can see that, and then then I open my phone and get to the IMDb app and I type in Marlon Brando. And uh, it's already suggested one that I didn't write down. Okay, his known for are Apocalypse Now. Oh, I was going to put that in, but then I didn't. I didn't put that in. <sighs> the Godfather is in the first. second spot. So I had that in the first spot. So I get one point. On the Waterfront in the third spot, which I had in the second spot. Same. And then I wrote Superman. <laughs> Not uh, Okay, so my four were Godfather, On the Waterfront. Yep. A Streetcar Named Desire and Superman. Okay, so his fourth one is Last Tango in Paris. Oh, So he's known for, according to IMDb, and if we do this enough, I reckon we'll work out. Well, I've always thought that the algorithm was what people have, like, reviewed and rated and stuff on IMDb. Not necessarily when you think Marlon Brando, you think The Godfather. Yeah, okay. So Apocalypse Now, The Godfather... On the waterfront, last tango in Paris. So we, we both got ooh, we both got two. We both got two. Okay, so we need a second one. <sighs> Al Pacino. Okay, ding 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 ding. You know what? I'm going to change that there. Um, what's that <sighs> one called? Um, I'm going to put that one there. Done. So this one here, Al Pacino. And then I'm going to do that one. All right. Okay. Correct. All right. Ready? Yes. Oh, geez. I have flunked this one. Oh, oh, no. And this is what I'm talking about. We can't work out the algorithm. Yeah. So, number one. Yeah. Serpico. Yeah. You got that? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. two, so you probably win. Two. Number two, The Godfather. Yeah. Got that. Number three, Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. And number four, The Godfather Part Two, Dick Tracy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I got one that's point. A zero. I wrote Scent of a Woman, but I think that's very good. Six. Well, you win that one then. We don't need to do Diane Keaton. Do you want it anyway? Do do Diane Keaton for fun? Um, you know no, what? No, because I'll embarrass myself. No, maybe much... we'll do it for an upcoming movie that also stars Diane Keaton, Annie Hall. Oh, yes. Okay. Because Annie Hall was one of the ones I was going to write. <laughs> well, it was too as well. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. So Brett wins, um, known for, for The Godfather, in, Marlon Brando in and the Al Pacino. Pre- in the preview, we did discuss um, the Looney Tunes. <laughs> yes. And I thought during the movie when Al Pacino then went to um, Italy yeah. and married the other woman, who's Apollina. 
Paul Leone, um, that obviously I was like, well, she's much more beautiful than Diane Keaton. No offense, Diane Keaton. Yes. So Diane it's like Keaton Diane... was a much better actor and driver. Yes, true. <laughs> um, Diane Keaton was like Bugs Bunny in a dress. Yes. Whereas Apollina was like Lola Bunny. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. it's the same but different. Yes, and but... Not, I'm not saying that Diane Keaton looks like a drag queen. <laughs> Although that hair with that that forehead, we like Diane Keaton. I, she did her job. She did it well. What do I think of when I think of Diane Keaton? I think is she in that one with Jack Nicholson? Not as good as it gets. That's Helen Hunt. Oh, the one where they're old and old people no, have sex. It's, Save it. Uh, it First is, Wives Club. No, something's got to give. Uh, the news one, Morning Glory, Harrison Ford. Oh, they're very. It's very good. If you haven't seen Morning Glory, it's also got uh, Rachel McAdams in it. Yeah. And oh, and they're and the they, thing, and she's an intern or whatever. Yeah, she's kind of the young new producer. Yep. Diane Keaton is the like always been the breakfast person that like think the Today Show. Harrison Ford is a serious journalist who ends up in this gig and hates it, but then obviously yep. falls in love with Diane Keaton. Okay, spoiler, but it's funny. Watch it. I think Annie Hall. And first yeah, wife. Then club. I think Annie Hall. I wouldn't have thought of the Godfather, but now that I've seen the Godfather, I will. Yeah. So there's our known four. Should we just do it? <laughs> yeah. Nah. There we no. go. All right. We're going to do our Google reviews. I'm. I am just going to pick a couple. So there's one that basically just tells you the plot. Okay. But then says. Honestly, there's really nothing to complain about this film as it's highly agreed to be one of the greatest films in history. Done. That's <laughs> Yeah. 207 people found this helpful. Now, then this one says, I wish to give 1,000 stars. That's a bit unnecessary. Now, uh, no, this one. I was 11 years old when this film was released in 1972. My family went on a joint outing to the picture shows I was dicking around doing some simple-minded 11-year-old crap or another. I really don't remember what. This is all in capitals. And my mother had it and took the fam to witness the Godfather, leaving me alone, home alone to suck on my thumb. I'm still pissed 49 years later. Thanks, mum. Five exclamation marks. I also missed The Exorcist this way. Pretty much most of the big Hollywood releases of the he spells it Hollywood releases yeah. of the seventies. Well, five out of twenty five twenty. Oh no! So on the fifth of the twenty fifth of the fifth twenty one, Americans and their fucking dates. I finally sat down to Godfather one. So it took him. Oh fuck off! So he blames his mum for not seeing it. Oh, and, oh yeah. Sorry. How mum? How dare you not take an eleven year old to see an R rated movie? But then also, it took him then. 49 years to see it. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> Sorry. No, no wonder your mum left you at home. God. It's a, it's, you're lucky she even came back for you. Far <laughs> out. She should have sent you off to Sicily. God. That'll make a man out of you. Your wife will get blown up in a car and then you'll become a man. I'm going to be a little too honest here. I only watched The Godfather in peer pressure. I don't even like old Hollywood films. I always start feeling drowsy while watching them. Not only is the camera quality too bleak, but the accent of the time was also very illegible. 
but this one was fun to watch. I saw it on Prime Video and took multiple sittings to watch this. Oh. That's why people keep leaving the cinema. You know what, though? if you, you can't say it took me multiple sittings to watch a movie and then say it's a good movie. Four stars, that one was. Yeah, but like if it was four out of five you and you enjoyed it that much, why did it take you three times to get yeah. into it? Do you have like, you can only sit still for an hour? Anyway, can I read a one star one? Well, let me read one more five star, then you can do the one stars and then we'll do our chat S Minquo. Okay. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I did not like this at first. I thought it was okay. Then I realized that I had replayed the ending about five times and didn't want to see anything else. And when a three-hour movie makes you want to sit down and watch it again, you know it must be some unbelievable level of good. I had already fallen in love with Al Pacino since I had seen Dog Day Afternoon, and I needed to see more. His performance in this movie is so amazing, like you all don't even get me started. Also, side note, doesn't he kind of look like Jake Gyllenhaal in Brokeback Mountain and Lin-Manuel Miranda in general in this movie? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to disagree on that one, I think. Um, My only complaint, but not really even, about this movie is that the plot is a bit predictable. A lot of the time I knew what was going to happen before it happened, but maybe I've just seen too many movies. One thing I did notice, though, is just how incredibly influential this movie is. I bet each scene has been referenced at least 10 times in media by now. Okay, yeah, that's it. What is the second best movie of all time and why is it The Godfather? Citizen Kane being number one, gots to give my boy Orson respect. <laughs> oh, my boy Orson gets the respect. <laughs> Two people found this helpful. <laughs> one of them was Orson Welles. Yep. Um, the other was Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Here is a... I'm going to read two one-star reviews. Okay. This one, um, one-star. Pure and total trash. Oh. Sure, it delivers solid performances from Marlon Brando and Al Pacino, but it just is a long, boring waste of time. The message saying that if you get involved in organised crime, you will feel welcomed is very dangerous. It is three and a half hours of my life that I will never get back. Did he have an intermission? Yeah. (laughs) He sat there for half an hour afterwards writing this. It is so long and boring that I fell asleep in the second hour and it was only (laughs) 11am. The the camera angles and the lighting is hardly revolutionary. Almost nothing is good about this movie. In fact, all of Francis Ford Coppola's film are total garbage. This film is a waste of time and space and every copy of it deserves to be burned. Oh, like burnt onto another DVD singing yeah, your friends. Yeah. Piracy is a crime. How many people found that helpful? 22 people. Jeez, more people than guts to give my Orson Welles respect. Um, I have to read one more. Okay. And it is from a, um, a friend of mine. Frankly, I did not care for The Godfather. This is what everyone always said. Robert Duvall, fine actor, did not like the movie, couldn't get into it. It insists upon itself. It takes forever getting in. You spend like six and a half hours. You know, I can't get through. I've never even finished the movies. I've never seen the ending. I have no idea what they're talking about. It's like they're speaking a different language. You know, that's where I lose interest in it. But I do love the money pit. (laughs) And that was by Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. So there is somebody that has taken the time to create a Google profile of Peter, of Peter Griffin. Griffin and then write that review from a clip that I will be sharing on the socials and put that in there. <laughs> oh, God. Great. I love it. Okay. 
Let's do some Chad S. Minquo scoring. I think one star is very harsh. Don't don't get what was great about this movie. It sucked. If I could put zero stars, I would. This is without a doubt the, the worst movie I have ever seen. Jeez. Seeing this movie made me want to rip my eyes out. Wow. Did Lee cry? Zero. Zero. House, big. F- three. We're straight into the Minquos, in yeah. case you hadn't noticed. I'll get us some theme music for Chad uh, soon, if anyone knows any music in the public domain. So House three. Chad. That's, well, they sold it at the end. Yes. They sold it for industrial space. Yeah. So Chad is cry house alcoholic drink. I didn't cry, so that's a zero. House is one point for a trailer, two points for an apartment, or three ha- points for a big house, because that's all people living in American movies. Correct. It's a big house. So it's a three. Alcoholic, it's a five. It is a five. We've already if discussed If I could give this. it a six, I would. We can give it a six. It's our own score. We're not reporting to anyone except Chad. Nah, we'll go a five. We'll keep it fair. Coke or Pepsi? It was Coke. Was it? Yeah, you know that movie, there's a scene where they're all sitting around eating Chinese food. And he's drinking a Coke. They're drinking Coke. Good. That's a two point because we like Coke. You couldn't see Coke, but it was a glass Coke bottle. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. And we, you know, it was wasn't, Pepsi even a thing in nineteen forty six? You know, it wasn't the other Coke because narcotics they didn't want to get into. That's Although, true. like Sonny said, there's a lot of money in that white powder. There is. Uh, was Pepsi even a thing then? Who cares? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mister Pepsi. We don't like Pepsi. Okay, in case you had. I don't noticed. not like Pepsi. I just prefer Coke. Vehemently. Okay. Stand upness. How well does it stand up? Whatever the top one is, five. Five. Uh, yeah, there's mistakes, but filmically and storyly, it is a movie it stands in up. Hollywood history that changed movies. Well, that's impact. That's next. Oh uh, well, <laughs> st- it stands up. It still, up. Stands, it still up stands up now. We watched it on the big, big screen, and it looks very good. The story and the acting, the sound. It is a bit dark sometimes in terms of the way it is shot. But that's probably but intentional. But I think that's good. Yeah. Memorability. I'm three giving and it a, a half. I'm giving it a four. I'm going to go three and a half because I do not remember anything about Las Vegas. Okay. Impact. Well, five. Uh, well, you know more about that than me. I will say five. I'm giving it a 4.5. Nostalgia. I don't think it's a nostalgic movie. I don't think it, because if you think of the... Because it's timeless. Nostalgia, you think, oh, I remember that from my childhood. Yeah, and I think because of the timelessness of it, because it hasn't aged, there's not nostalgia. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, nostalgia means we forgive something for being ordinary because we remember it from our childhood. Yeah. Whereas this is not ordinary, except for what Peter Griffin thinks. Yeah. So, for nostalgia... I'm going to go three and a half again. Okay. I'm giving it a two and a half. Well, no, three. Uh, Because you can't score something down because it stood up so well, it's not nostalgic. No, but I can score it down because it's not a movie that people will go, oh, I remember that and feel all nostalgic about it. Yeah, okay. They'll go, I watched that when I was 20 because that's how old you have to be to watch it. Quotability, five. Four. Five. Five. Make him an offer he can't refuse. 
day your daughter's the wedding. Gun, take the leave cannoli. The gun, take the cannoli. And just that. Something against the family. Something family. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Overall rating. Uh, I'm going to do a four and a half. I'm going to go with... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to give, give it a 3.75, don't you? A three and a half. Okay. So, out of 75, which we worked out is the score. Yes. The totals. Okay. Out of 75. So, the Chad score is 10. The Minquo yep. score is 61 and a half. No, the total is 61 and a half. Okay, so the okay. chat score is 10 and the rest is 51 and a half. Yes. So 61 Still and a half out of 75. Our highest That's our movie highest. by some way. Yeah. It's the second lowest scoring cocktail, though. Cocktail? Our cocktail is the second lowest score, our second fa- least favorite. Okay. I'd rather drink this than the cabaret. I would rather drink my own piss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like, how do I say it? No, I would actually. The I Turk can and, get the Turk and Blood. I can get through this. I couldn't get through the um, cabaret. The Turk's Blood, I was better than this. Okay. And then the Fire Swamp was better than. The Fire Swamp's been my favorite cocktail so far. Yeah. But it's super sweet. And also, pro- I probably only drink two, and then I'm done. I'm going to have to invent one for Fern Gully. I think. Uh, no, I'll I reckon, find. Something. I reckon there'll be one. All right, we'll find out about that in the next couple of weeks. But so the next couple of weeks are Fern Gully and Twelve Angry Men. I believe so. If you have particular thoughts on those, and you would like early access to the preview uh, and the opportunity to add your thoughts. To the review, uh, then go to patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema where you can support us and also get those benefits as well as bonus episode every month. And the big one, you could get to choose a movie yeah. and have a third microphone. So if you think we're a movie snob, make us pick one. Make us pick, like, choose us a movie that you think is beneath us. Um, like Deadpool. Yeah, and then make us watch it. Make it, and then be all disappointed when I don't like it. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Get on patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema to support us in that way. There are other ways to support us. Give us a rating and review on the app that you are choosing to listen to us on. Also, tell your friends that will support us as well. Very soon, we'll be launching a way for people to be able to buy our merchandise. Yes. Uh, which is our stubby holders uh, because. Patreons get them for free, but we are going to sell a few off to people as well. So stay tuned for that. Follow us on the socials, rate and review and subscribe on your podcast app. And we will be back later this week with the next preview. Thank you, Brett. Ciao, grazie. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. 
Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheers. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.